Welcome to the Courageous Worth Podcast. I'm your host, Empowerment Coach, Ashley Baxter. Every Tuesday, I bring you interviews with inspiring guests, and every Thursday, I share a little message with tips to help you live with courageous worth because you are valuable and desperately needed in this world. Hi, I am so excited for you to join today's episode of Courageous Worth. On today's episode, I have Felicia Connor on. I was on Felicia Connor's podcast a little while ago. It's called the Here Podcast, H-E-R-E. I believe it was episode 15. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'll put the link to it in the show notes. She has a podcast where she lets people come on and share their stories of trauma or any hardship in their life. And it's grown also to many and more things and also has resources. And so I'm so excited for you to listen to her. She is such a sweetheart. I connected with her immediately when I did her podcast and I was so excited to have my podcast. Felicia says that it is her purpose and passion to support people along their healing journey so they feel valued, loved, and can live the life they are dreaming of living. As a first step, she started the HEAR podcast to bring awareness, understanding, prevention, and healing to people who've experienced abuse and trauma so they can reclaim their power and reconnect with their minds and bodies. As a survivor of child sexual abuse herself, she always knew that she wanted to do whatever she could to help others escape that pain and darkness. Nothing lights her up more, ignites her passion more than this subject and working to remove the shame by opening the conversation and helping people know they are not alone. Now, in addition to the Here podcast, she offers two healing programs to be able to work more hands-on with people along their healing journey. We'll jump into the interview right after this message. If you long to value yourself more, stop negative self-talk, find more confidence, break free of other people's opinions, or gain a better view of your body, then I would love to talk to you. Each of those descriptions were a constant reality for me at different points in my life. I want to help you experience change in those areas like I have. Therefore, I want to give you a special invite to request a free worth strategy call with me by visiting theashleybaxter.com backslash call. Again, that URL is theashleybaxter.com backslash call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hi, I am here with my friend Felicia Connor. Felicia, for those that don't know you yet, can you share a bit of your everyday life, where you live, what things look like you for you for on a day to day? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you, Ashley. I absolutely adore you. Uh, I live in Arizona, and um, my day to day, I'm a mom of three and um, a wife. I have a, a fantastic husband. We live in Arizona, like I just said. And my daily life is it's almost um, split a little. I have a day job as a director of training for a software company, and that's my day job. That's my I actually pulled an affirmation card that I needed to hear that was all about, um, you know, working in maybe something that isn't your passion project, but it's your launch pad and you can't mm. get to the moon without a launch pad. So I really liked that. But uh, so I have that day job and, um, and enjoy that. But on the flip side, my passion, my passion, my passion is working with people who've experienced abuse and it's really kind of organically opened up to just different traumas, big traumas, little traumas, all traumas. And um, I just, you know, I really struggle with the, the title, you know, like, what is my title? Like, what is it that I do? And then I had someone tell me it's not that she never presents herself as I am a business coach, but more I help people do this. Um, so I really uh, li I 
I really see myself as a, a healing guide is what I've kind of come to. I like to guide people and support them on their healing journey so that they could thrive after experiencing abuse and, and other trauma. That's really how I feel because it's, I, I can be there as a guide and a support, but it's really you who does the work to heal. So I, I always struggled kind of with the word healer because that seems like I just dive in and heal someone and that's not how it works. Um, and so I uh, am the host of Here podcast where people share their stories of abuse and trauma and really to you know, release that story from them, from themselves and the power it has, has had over their lives. And also for people who aren't ready to hear those stories, I mean, I'm sorry, aren't ready to share their story, they can hear them and know that they're not alone, because I know that was really big for me. And so I'm doing that. And then I really wanted to do more. Like my purpose in this world is to be a healing guide for people on their journey. That's what it is. And so I was like, how can I even do more and be more hands-on? Um, and so I am starting to create programs. I have two programs and, and, and that's a way for me to be able to work with people in groups and one-on-one -on -one and just to be able to offer more. Honestly, when going back to when I experienced my trauma as a child and then going through, even though I struggled a lot with all of those depression, self-harm, um, suicidal ideation, all of those things that I really struggled through, even despite that, that I, there was this strong call. If I could make it through that pain that I didn't want anyone else to feel this way. So even though I was feeling it, I was still able to understand I, I didn't want others to feel this way. So I needed to figure out how to be able to help others because I just, I absolutely couldn't in that, that um, mindset that I was in. And so that's always been with me. Like I've wanted to help people not feel that pain. Um, and so when I started the podcast, that was the first step to, to doing that is helping people release their stories, helping people know they're not alone. And then after, not after doing that, I'm still doing that. And it's a passion and, and like baby of mine. Um, I wanted to do even more. And so look for ways to do that. I love it. And I had the honor of being on, I believe it's episode 15 of your podcast. And it was such an honor. I love the platform you give for people to share their stories, because I think that is one of the most healing things that anyone can do, especially, I mean, that's true for so many stories of pain, but especially when there are, they are stories in which some of the world tells you it should be something that's hidden or, or it's just your, um, your undue shame that feels like it has a voice of truth and it really doesn't and makes you feel that it's something you should hide. And there is just something that is so, freeing when you can share your story, when you can bring that all to the light, when you can tell it in your own words that you're comfortable with. And so I know I'm personally thankful that you have that available for anyone to hear and also for anyone to also ask if they can come on to share their story. What in doing this has been some things that you didn't expect that have just been even more beneficial than what you had dreamed of before? The response for sure. I, when I was starting this, there was all of that doubt. Who's going to want to hear episode after episode of these stories? 
who's going to want to hear my story? What are people that I know going to think and feel or how they're going to feel when they hear my story? Um, it was very important to me that I was a hundred percent raw, real, and honest. So often, even when I'm on the other people's podcasts, they'll ask me a question and I'll, you'll hear me coach myself. I always said that I would be completely honest and transparent. And it's almost like a little pep talk to go ahead and answer honestly, because people need to, I, I very, very much believe in removing that stigma around these conversations. We should be able to talk about them freely. And if we're able to talk about these experiences freely, then someone, um, a young person or anybody, anybody who's experiencing this, I don't want them to feel that shame of keeping that secret. I want them to say this happened and, and voice that and get help that they need so that they don't have as long as a journey to healing that I did, you know, so that's, you know, it's, it's truncated, it's, it's shorter. Maybe they, they, you know, the depth of the healing isn't as, is, um, as severe, I guess, because they, they don't feel that shame around it. Right. They're able to release it. This is like in, in the world I envision, um, I'm constantly getting messages. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this. Um, or randomly, like I'll, I'll be in a group and somebody will say, Hey, I heard your podcast and I was scared to listen to it. Um, but I did. And it was empowering for me to hear that. And, uh, that has been awesome. Cause I really, I was so worried that people were going to be like, I don't want to listen to this. This is too much. Um, uh, and that's not the case. That's not what I'm hearing. Well, in a way, I feel like you're offering people kind of almost as if they're in a support group in which they just get to listen. Because I think oh, that yeah. there's something so powerful. It's actually those two things I tell people are some of the most powerful things. Share your story and get around other survivors of whatever trauma you've experienced. Because just hearing other people say the same words, say the same thoughts that you've had is so freeing and also just so making you feel connected and not alone. You know, there's no matter how much someone loves you, if they haven't experienced what you've experienced, there's only so much that they can connect to, which is, I mean, fine, you know, like they, they're going to do yeah. as much as they can. But, you know, people that I've connected to that are other survivors, there is just this unspoken bond and understanding that is just so comforting in the midst of so much pain. And I think for so many people, the idea of going to counseling or going to a support group seems very scary. And so I hope that some people, by hearing the stories that you're putting on your podcast, they can realize like, oh, there are other people that experience this. Oh, that person thinks like I do. I would really like to talk to that person. And they can see that they can get yeah. that type of, you know, community within a support group, whether it's online or you know, in person when we can all meet in person. Um, so I love that you're, you know, so I hope that some people are seeing that in that way. Yeah, I, I think, so. I hope so too. And I love how you have some people that are just sharing their story. And then we have some people like you who are sharing your story, but you also have these healing resources to offer. You have your programs that you can um, offer people. And um, I have, I'll have people that maybe are just, um, I have a, a woman coming on who does tapping or, you know, just all these different ways. So it, it organically kind of grew to also so healing resources, and then um, then kept growing to um, other traumas because it started out with with just um, sexual abuse or assault because that's what I experienced, um, and then it just 
opened up and, and it opened up, I think it, it makes sense because uh, I have, so for example, in the future, I have someone coming on who struggled with drug addiction and as a coping me- mechanism, I did too. So I think there's a lot of different things or body dysmorphia, right? So there's, especially going through that type of sexual trauma, there's people that have struggled with that. And then people who maybe haven't experienced a sexual abuse, but, but um, struggle with those types of things as well, that they would find, you know, a home to and, and someone that they could reach out to. Absolutely. Well, and with that, with, you know, how it's transformed and everything and for you, how your path is continuing and growing, share a little bit about what the healer guide portion looks like for you about the things that you're creating and that you're sharing with others. Okay. Yes, I am. So there's the podcast and there was uh, a couple of courses. So I really dug in deep. I contemplate a lot. (laughs) I really dug in deep and was thinking, what are the things that helped me in my healing journey the most? And the two things that really stuck out to me was nature and the Buddhist eightfold path. And that might be very specific, but I, um, I have, I, I wouldn't say I really with any particular religion that I am this religion, but I've studied a lot of religion and take the spiritual elements out of them. But Buddhist philosophies, there was this one particular thing. So I'll just tell you, and it's, it's going to sound silly. I know, but I watched seven years in Tibet with Brad Pitt. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> But it's based on a true story, at least. (laughs) And um, what struck me in that, though, was the Tibetan Buddhists. I zeroed in and I'm like, they know something I don't know. I I had tried everything. I had tried going to church. I had tried counseling. I had tried, I just felt like I tried everything and and that there was just nothing more for me. I didn't know what I was going to do to heal. And I saw that and I I was like, what do they know? I want to know what they know. So I started studying Tibetan Buddhism like crazy and came across the Noble Eightfold Path. And really in a nutshell, those steps, that philosophy helped me take, pull myself out of the darkness and take that first step on my healing path. And because without that, and really what it's all about, it's all about controlling your mind and thoughts. Honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And it gives you tools to do that. Um, and so by able, by being able to start that small thing, by changing that inner dialogue, which is not a small thing, but, um, then I could start seeking out other you know, other things, other healing resources and ways to grow. So I thought that, that foundation, I am going to teach people that because another thing with it is Buddhism can be kind of hard to understand. Like, you know, there's some of the texts, you know, and you're reading through it and you're like, what, what what does that mean? So taking all that research I did and cutting it down to like really easy bite-sized pieces that people can implement. And then this other thing is, um, it's called follow your trail. And it, I interviewed this lady who actually founded follow your trail and she licenses people as trail leaders and pretty much you take it and then make it, make it your own course. So somebody might have for people who have had substance abuse or whatever the case may be. So you go out, there's two that's either online and um, it's exactly the same as the in-person, but the in-person, we actually, it's six weeks and every week we go on a hike together in nature, but on the hike, we do a meditation, 
we do an exercise, we do sharing on um, whatever it is that's blocking us or causing us pain. And every week has a topic. And so the online version is exactly the same, but you have to hike yourself and then we share. <laughs> um, so those are the, the two that I'm really, really focusing on and then have really dove into more um, things with energy. I am stu I'm studying shamanism and ways to, uh, I feel very drawn to like energy work and healing in that way. And so, yeah, I'm doing that too. And I'm not offering anything with that first because I'm, you know, learning and absorbing my, my own, um, uh, for my, for myself first and then seeing how that grows. And I'm really just trying to go with the flow. Yeah. I'm trying to go with the flow and learn these new things and go with where like the universe is, is calling and just leaning all the way in and, and seeing what develops. I'm excited to see where you are a year from now, five <laughs> years from now, and just this beautiful program that you're creating, whether that's each of those being separate programs or it is, intertwining of all those programs and that's one thing I'm thankful for is there's just we all are different people and we all need different things and different you know methods of healing and so I love what you're creating because that is going to speak to so many people that they're gonna be like exactly like you were saying like I've tried all these other things they didn't meet me where I needed to be met but you are going to be meeting people where they need to be met Yes. Oh, thank you. And you as well. I totally agree. There's so even myself, I take so many like, I would benefit from your program around the body and, and loving your body. I'm a, in a, a book club, I guess it is, but it's a little bit more because she has you go through guided meditation, but I usually have the book right here. It's on the book, Women Who Run um, who run With Wolves. And it's about releasing and being in touch with that wild woman inside mm -hmm. of you that has been shushed for so long. And um, I, so many different things that I take and each piece of it helps me in my healing journey. And I'm noticing a lot overlap, all of you know these different things, but you can't stop hearing it enough and hearing it from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's all different, different pieces for your healing journey that just help you grow more and more and more. And it should never end. Right. Should be like, you know, 50 years from now. Okay. Yeah. I was want to make sure <laughs> it wasn't going to be 200. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 50 years from now that I, you know, I really hope that there's something else too that I'm learning and reading and, yeah. No, I, I agree. I feel the complete same way. It's like I always want to see myself as a work in progress, not in mm -hmm. saying I'm less worthy or more worthy at different points, but just saying like I want to continue to grow, to have a deeper understanding, have a deeper capacity for love of just, you know, all these things just continue to grow more and more into different areas. And I agree with you. It's I love I think we have to hear all these different voices telling us different things like two people could be saying the exact same thing but hearing it and from two different ways really helps it sink in and you know mm -hmm. I keep thinking how you know I don't feel like any of these thoughts are completely brand new like I think a lot of them have been just really and almost like although quieter segments off to the side and I'm thankful for the point in history where we live where I feel like there are so many women using their voices and sharing all these thoughts of exactly like you said that one book of um what was it called again <laughs> about the wolves 
Oh, women who run with wolves. Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I just think, you know, there's just so many things that are out there that are making us rethink how we've grown up culturally and thought of how we're supposed to behave and all these things. And so I'm just very thankful to be alive at this point in history with when so many of these discussions are taking place. And I feel like so many women are breaking free from things that have held them back. Yeah, absolutely. It's people, and this might sound corny, but I really feel it. It's like a great awakening. And I feel like this awakening has been going on for a while and it's just getting more and more powerful. Um, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. And I'm really excited that I have um, daughters who are going to be really experiencing it and and ho- I see in them already um, growing up with these ideas and feeling you know this way about themselves that you know they are wildly wonderful exactly how they are and um, my kids know you want to start a business you should start a business you like my one daughter she wants to open a bookstore she loves books and she wants it to be though um, a very much of a niche like when you go in the different sections of the bookstore are like uh, environments for that particular section. And, you know, the analytical part, she's like, oh, but it'll be a lot of money. I'm like, don't worry about that. This is a great idea. And then I, my mind goes into the bigger and greater. You can sell merchandise. You can do like, and I get all into it. And I'm like, girl, if you want to do that, then, then do it. And it'll, it'll figure itself out. And so I think that a lot of our, you know, young ones are growing up with that mentality and I'm excited yes. for the future that they're going to shape. Yes. Have you read Abby Wambach's book called Wolfpack? No. So I think you would really love it. And she's actually making one also for children, mainly mainly for girls, but also for anyone. But I think middle school age kids. It's a very short book. So I even love that even more. But it... <laughs> But I mean, it's seriously, I was listening to on on Audible and I think it was just an hour and a half and I was like, what, we're done? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But it's, it's so much of everything we've been talking about, but it was this book where I just was like, oh man, I'm so thankful I'm learning this now, but I can't imagine learning this when I was little. And so I just love exactly what you're saying about how you're raising your daughter is like, oh, it's just so beautiful. You know, it's just something that had no clue about you know I think until until someone in our lineage is kind of woken up to that we just don't realize and just how it's just this beautiful thing I think that some people might be I don't know people that I feel like haven't dived into this are like what but really all it all it is all it is is just learning to be true to yourself and use your voice and not be shushed yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. If I was a teenager and had the book untamed to read as a teenager, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I know. So many great books. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're here now and I'm glad our kids have access to them. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wish I would have had all that. And so that's a lot of what I try to create too, is what would I have needed in those years when I needed something and there was nothing. Um, and then, you know, create that so it, it exists. Yeah. Well, in this whole vein of everything that we've been talking about, about, you know, stepping into our power and about everything you're doing, how has your journey to valuing yourself more looked throughout all this? Oh, that's a really good question. So that growing up, 
growing up, I did not value myself at all because of that experience. And all the way into, honestly, until I was about 30, early 30s, because the not knowing how to heal and that depression and suicidal thoughts but then I had two children, so I didn't want to take my life and them not think they were special enough for me to stay alive. Then the guilt, the guilt that I wasn't the best mother I could be, that they deserved a better mother. That it was just, it was just get, it was getting worse and worse and um, started to do those healing steps and stuck with it because it's not like, oh, I'm doing this now and woohoo, I'm free. No, it was just like piece after piece. And for a period of time there, I felt very much like I say Frankenstein monster. Um, I've pieced myself together, mm. but there's still a lot, a lot that needed to be healed. And it really, the biggest, I think the biggest healing in like a, in a small amount of time has been this year. So I had listened to, I had read the book, um, the journey made clear, the path made clear It's by Oprah. And she talks about the whispers and I, what are your whispers telling you? And that's what really launched it all because I started to think, what are my whispers telling me? Um, I'm tired of being in this situation. I'm tired of, um, you know, working, new jobs that I don't like and, um, or just not working for myself, actually, I should say not jobs. I don't like, but working for myself and doing my passion. And so that is when I, I took the next month, I took a course, um, by Kathy Heller called made to do this. And that's where I discovered podcasting. And the cool thing about that course was I was forced to take action. So it was like, your homework is to do this. And so I took the action of recording the first episode and then, and then it went on from there. But I would say finding my purpose or my passion, let's just start with passion because purpose is a big word. Finding what I'm truly passionate about and leaning all the way in has been the most incredible confidence boosting values, valuing myself, you know, love starting to love myself. That has been the biggest because I, I was so scared to do it. And I just pushed past, past it and did it. And then everything started to unfold. And I realized the more I lean in, the more signs I get that this is right, the more opportunities, but it's just so fantastic. And that has been incredible that whole that journey feels good to to um uh, step up for myself to show up for myself because i you know showed up and protected um you know so many people throughout my life and and i love you know as as women even or whatever your role is your interactions maybe you know you have a partner or children whatever it is you always are showing up for them and it's fantastic and wonderful but to sh but not but and to show up for myself like i want this and i'm excited and let's do it is saying to myself you can do it which might be the first time you know that you really hear that or really hear that from yourself right your inner dialogue I am enough to do this. I, I can do this and I can help people. It's huge. And, and uh, it's an, it's a wonderful feeling. So part, I mean, is it, I think that's a huge part of your healing process. Once you get there is discovering your passion and then, and then doing it. I mean, you don't have to do it as a full-time job. It could just be something you're doing, but making space for you to be able to do that. And is so incredibly healing. I agree. I agree. Oh, I could talk to you for hours, but time I know, is I love limited. talking with you. 
So where can people go to connect with you? Oh, okay. So you can go to connect with me on Instagram. I do have two because it's just depending. So at here podcast, H E R E podcast, that's all dedicated to the podcast and the episodes. And then I also have at Felicia Dawn Connor. And that is where I have, I have links to the podcast, but I also have things about my programs and just really trying to show up to provide love and inspiration, even just over social media. And then, um, my websites would be the same. So, um, uh, Felicia Donner. Felicia Donner. <laughs> Don't put that. You won't get anywhere. Felicia Don Connor.com or herepodcast.com. So those are probably the best. I'm on Facebook and those other things, but those are probably where I uh, show up most. Right. No, that sounds great. And on your website, you have a couple freebies. Is that correct? Yes. So on herepodcast.com, I have um, my top my top healing resources. So the different things, very specific books, music, different things that have really helped me in my healing journey. And then it's not there yet, but it's coming soon is on my Felicia Don Connor website is going to be um, uh, my top seven tips for inner peace. So how I find, you know, inner peace and that'll be available. I love it. I love it. And by the time this episode airs, it might be up. So still oh, go check be. it out. So there you go. <laughs> yes. Okay, ignore what I just said. So it's there. It's there. And it's accessible. <laughs> I love it. And I'll have all these links in the show notes. So for the last question, what is your favorite quality about yourself and how do you express that in your life? I'm going to pick two. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I think I I created this question because I want women to speak more about their value. And so I feel like sometimes it's hard, but see, you're already knocking this, you know. No, No, I think that's a beautiful question because we don't think enough about what we like about ourselves. And it's more all the things we did wrong that we need to change, right? Mm -hmm. Even when you're healing, you're thinking, I need to fix this and I need to fix that. So I would say that I'm compassionate and that I'm passionate. Um, I truly do. I am passionately compassionate. How about that? (laughs) I, um, I, I really do love people and I really do want to help them heal. I I feel so much sadness and pain that people are experiencing sadness and pain. And so I just want to do whatever I can help to just to let them know they're loved and valued. So that's deep to my core and passionate. Um, I could be called too passionate, but I am passionate and I get excited and passionate. And so I'm hoping that um, through that passion, that that ignites passion in other people. Um, So those are probably my two favorite. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, again, I could talk to you for hours, but... (laughs) Yes, we've done that before. We have done that before. (laughs) I had to put a timer on. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it so much. 
Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I was very excited because I think the world of you, I love what you're doing. I'm so glad our paths crossed and that we met. And I was just honored to be on your show. Oh, the feelings mutual. Hey there, it's Ashley. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you're looking to gain more confidence, you can get started today by taking my free short video course entitled Four Mindsets to Deep-Rooted Confidence. You can sign up for it at theashleybaxter.com backslash free course. So pause this episode right now and head over to theashleybaxter.com backslash free course to grab your free gift. I hope you enjoy that conversation with Felicia Connor. I'm so thankful for people like her, people who spend so much of their time and energy and heart trying to help other people experience healing in their lives. When we don't experience healing, when we don't pursue healing, we move forward at a fraction of the person who we are. We put walls up, we cut off part of our heart, we numb it. And people don't get to truly see us and know us. And there is such a beauty in being seen and being known. There are so many reasons why lots of times we don't share our deepest hurts. And sharing doesn't mean that you have to share it publicly. That could be your choice. But it just means sharing with at least a few people who you trust. A few people who have shown you that they really care for you and that they are supportive of you. They've shown up in multiple ways in your life. And just sharing with some people at least in your life who you can be fully known to. It is so important. I promise you it is life changing. So whatever the hurt is, whatever it is that has deeply affected you that you haven't shared with other people, I hope that you will. I encourage you to, I am supporting you and telling your story. I promise you it is freeing. It is healing. And I always say to share with at least a few people, because depending on what the situation is, some people might not respond well. I talk about this anytime I share my story that I'm very thankful that the vast majority of people I shared my story with responded really well, but there were some people that didn't and it hurt. And if I had maybe, you know, the first person I shared with, if they had responded poorly, I maybe wouldn't have shared with anyone again. So know that some people may respond poorly, but keep sharing until you find someone who responds well. And we also talked about in the interview about how sometimes, you know, a support group is who you can share with. So whatever the situation is, whatever your hurt is, I just hope that if you haven't ever told anyone that you would tell someone, and if you've told someone that wasn't helpful and didn't respond well, that you would share again with someone who can be trusted or a support group or a counselor, whatever that looks like. But your truth is worth being known. And when you share your truth and you aren't ashamed of it anymore and you own that story, then you become more aligned with yourself. And I promise you it is so freeing. So I hope you will do that. Again, I am encouraging you and supporting you in doing so. And if your story does involve sexual trauma, I have created these free resources that are on my website that help you share your story. And it also helps those that you're sharing your story with. It basically, for you, it breaks down all the different things to think through. I wish I had had something like this. It just kind of takes you through all these things like, hey, think about where you're sharing. Think about who you're sharing with and all these different elements of it. So I created it 
for you, for anyone who's listening, who is a survivor of sexual trauma of any sorts, that it would hopefully make the experience um, just be a little less stressful. It's still difficult. There's no perfect way to tell a story of hurt. And, but I just wanted to create this resource to hopefully make it a little bit easier. And then the free PDF that I made for those that you're telling your story to, it's something I wish I again had to give to other people because hopefully it's going to help people know better how to respond. It talks about so many things such as, you know, misconceptions about sexual trauma, about perpetrators, about survivors. It talks about why not to pressure a survivor to seek, um, you know, press charges unless that's what the survivor wants. So I just go through a lot of things that hopefully will help that person know how to better be there for you in that time. If you are interested in that, all you have to do is go to theashleybaxter.com. If you scroll to the very bottom in the footer, there is a button that says Me Too Resources. And you can go there and go sign up for the resources. Again, it's, it's free. Um, it'll take you to a page that also has a lot of other little kind of helpful information, but just go there. You get both PDFs whenever you, um, sign up for it. Next, we talked about growing up and leaning into your own voice, how that's so important. We both talked about how we're so thankful to be alive at this point in history and how there's so many people I feel like finding their voice. That has been my story. It will probably always be my story. And if any of that resonated with you, I really hope that you will explore that because finding your own voice, being true to yourself is so important. It is something that I am all about. Two books that have really helped me in that are Untamed by Glennon Doyle and then Wolfpack by, I think it's just called Wolfpack. It'll be in the show notes, but Wolfpack by Abby Wambach. And they are just really great things that when I was reading them, I just felt like my heart was saying, yes, yes, this is how I feel. And so those are two really great books. I really suggest to a lot of people and just how it's okay to be you. It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to use your voice. And we're all going to fumble through that. But just realizing that your voice, who you are is important. And I just hope that each day you are showing up in that way. And when you do, you're showing up with courageous worth because you're showing up being who you are, which can be scary sometimes, but you're courageously stepping into it courageously fumbling through it if you're like me a lot, but you're still stepping up. So I hope that all these different messages that we talked about, you've enjoyed. If this episode has been meaningful to you, please share it and I'll see you next time. That wraps up today's episode of the Courageous Worth podcast with me, your host, Ashley Baxter. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love for you to leave a five-star rating and review of the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. Doing so makes a big impact in this show's message reaching more people. Also, did you know that there's a video version of this episode? Well, there is. Just head over to theashleybaxter.com backslash blog to find it, as well as show notes for this episode. I'm so thankful for you, and I'd love to continue building a relationship with you. So please connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok at The Ashley Baxter. If this 
particular episode was very impactful to you, please share a screenshot of it on your social media and tag me. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you are subscribed to the show and tune in every Tuesday for interviews with inspiring guests and every Thursday for a little message from me with tips to help you live with courageous worth. Until next time, remember you are valuable and desperately needed in this world.